Welcome to the Triple P Podcast, Preds, Pucks, Pinoys, hosted by Justin Bradford and Matt Best. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the first episode ever of Triple P. That's Preds, Pucks, and Pinoys. Justin Bradford, Matt Best. And hey, we are excited to be here. My voice is a little raspy. I just got home from Kings Island and first ever Cincinnati Reds game. A little bit of screaming. A lot a of screaming of by the sounds of it. Uh, a little bit, yeah. And uh, dealing with some allergies as well. But we're excited to be here. And obviously, first episode, we want to tell you a little bit about what we're going to do. The, the name should say a lot of it right there. And we were trying to figure out the name for so long. I mean, we stressed about this. Weeks. Literal weeks. Literal weeks about what we were going months. to do. Because we knew we wanted to talk about the Preds. Obviously, I mean, that's the main, the majority of the content that, that y'all want. Just talking about the Preds and giving our opinions on that, I'm sure. Or maybe maybe you don't. <laughs> maybe you don't want that. But also just hockey as well, especially with Matt with his other jobs and his ability to watch so many different games and talk about sports betting and so many different aspects of hockey. We don't want to limit to just Preds. We know that you all are well-rounded sports fans that are keeping up with the sport overall. And we want to make sure we are discussing that. So we're going to do that. And then obviously, Pinoy's, some of you may not know what that even means. Yeah, a few questions. Well, a few questions, which is great. I think it's a great learning tool for us to, to help spread our culture and everything. But we are both half Filipinos. And Pinoy is, is it means Filipino. Yeah, it's just <laughs> a dude Filipino is what that means. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that, that's it. So we wanted to represent our culture a little bit there because we love talking about food. And obviously, it's not just going to be all Filipino food, but that's who we are. We are we're two half Pinoy's. Yeah. And we figured, why not include that in here to help brand it a little bit and just show the diversity in hockey and people that cover hockey that I even have it in my book that who would ever thought a half Filipino named Justin Bradford to write a book about hockey in Nashville. Uh, so that's that's the gist of it. That's what we're going to discuss. And I'm really excited that Matt and I are going to continue to bring you the talk that we enjoyed so much to bring you it won't be daily yeah now that we're on our own we can explain a little more of our like sneakiness <laughs> towards the end of our time of our uh previous employers there we just left because uh it just makes more sense for us to do it on our own i mean we're affiliated with penalty box radio Justin is obviously the head honcho there. I'm the CCO of Canadian operations there. So we, it just made more sense for us to go there, get our own sponsors, which for the first few episodes, no sponsors. So uh, no ad breaks, no ad reads, just if an you want intro. A sponsor, though. Yeah, if you do want to sponsor the show or know or think of any places that you might want to lead us to to sponsor it, just just let us know. Shoot us a DM. Um, also, though, so VDoc7 did message me and he said we missed a great opportunity on our name triple really? p preds uh. pucks pedicks <laughs> we missed we missed we were close we almost had the perfect name talk about starting off a podcast with an inside joke of a name <laughs> hey i mean most of the people who are coming over right now i know i know are <laughs> the ogs and pedicks <laughs> but yeah to just echo what you said I feel like coming over here and doing our own thing will give us the freedom to do way more. I mean, we're going to have live streams at some point where you can hang out and chat and talk to us. Uh, at some point, we could live watch a game when the season's going on. There's yeah. so much we could do that we could do. Video as well. We're going to yeah. get that incorporated. 
Like, uh, actually get that incorporated because we don't have to worry about listens on certain things. We just want to keep you entertained and informed. Yeah, and so way we do. more platforms we're going to be on right now. At the time of recording, it's 1210 Eastern on the 14th. We're not on Apple yet. We are literally everywhere else right now. But Apple's just taking forever. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll, we'll figure that we'll out very soon. I'd we'll say next there. day or so. But when I say not so. daily, don't fret. I mean, this is our plan. Our plan. I mean, things can change. We're going to be flexible and fluid, but we want to make sure that you, we know you have expectations on when you're going to get new podcasts. But this is our plan right now is during the off season, once a week and during the season, three times a week. That's that's the plan. I mean, we don't want to leave you hanging towards once a week and you're just kind of sitting on the edge of your seat waiting for us to have something new when the season's going on. Because there's going to be plenty to talk. When the season's going, there's plenty to talk about. Mm-hmm. We know that every game, there's stuff to talk about. But we both have day jobs that keep us yeah. busy. And in addition to those day jobs, we have other jobs mm-hmm. uh, and everything too. But we know that you care and you want you want to listen. So we want to do our best to provide you with coverage, but with good balance. And if there's things that warrant like two episodes a week during the off season, we're going to do it. Oh, yeah, or if, if like one night Justin messages me and goes, you up? I mean, we're probably going to have that a couple of times. Sliding them DMs, baby. Yeah, but I mean, this is just, this helps us give you better content instead of us going... All right, got to turn on a game face for this episode, I guess, and go. Yeah. So we don't have to record because we have to. We record because we want to. Yes. And we want to talk about it. We want to give you that content. That's that's really what it comes down to, that we, w- we want to do it because we want to do it and not because we're being forced to do it. And so, yeah, when it comes to the expansion draft, free agency, the regular draft, we're going to have more than one episode a week, folks. Don't, yeah. don't think it's like, oh, we got to wait four days to see what you have to say. Nah, you're not going to have to wait four days. We're going to bombard you with coverage and our thoughts on that. And especially I'm, I'm really excited to have Matt on board when it comes to expansion draft for agency and the regular draft because his knowledge on all those topics is really going to come into play there too and what he's going to be able to help diagnose and and decipher when it comes to what other teams have done and strategies behind that and everything too because of his home base in the mecca of hockey in, too in much Toronto. hockey too much hockey. even though so the he, home team here is not playing too much hockey well well no because uh matthew's out there hanging with the beebs yeah incredible i love that friendship so much freddie anderson was there too but he just wasn't photographed for most of it <laughs> by the way jeff Follett's burn on that was pretty good I didn't hear it or see it. You didn't hear it? Oh, 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 honey. I didn't see it. Is it? How good is it? If it's good enough that you're looking it up live right now, then it he, has to be good. It's He quote tweets a picture from UFC Canada and says, good for them, especially Matthews. You'll get to see what a second round looks like. Nice, dope, sick. Love it. <laughs> good, cool. Uh, I, oh, stupid. Sorry. Matthews. <laughs> My God. Oh, also, <laughs> us being here, we are technically a pg-13 podcast because ad revenue and sponsors makes it a little easier when you are a pg-13 podcast that being said we can still say bad words a lot more than we could at the last place so i mean i had dms asking me he's like can you finally say bad words it's like yeah i can now but i'm not just gonna toss it willy-nilly it'll it'll happen when it happens the fact that you just throw out willy-nilly i'm sure concerns some people I'll already. show you my swear words you're going to show me your willy-nilly? I said swear words there. Well, how do you show me your swear words? I mean, the, the threat should be show me your willy-nilly. Yeah, you're right. You're right. 
Also, uh, also, I don't want to see your willy nilly. Yeah, I was going to say you never just said no to that either. Put that dick away. <laughs> While we're at it, uh, our first giveaway is going to come within the next week or so. Uh, we're going to give away a hundred bucks on uh, Gleam. Oh, this is what happens when you have a good betting man who has yeah. some money stashed away. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll give away a hundred bucks. I had to spend all mine on amusement park tickets and beer. <laughs> I figure like you did a bulk of the giveaways at the last place, so I'll kick us off strong here. Which I still need to ship out, so hundred bucks will be a lot easier to give away. Yeah, it's a, you know how much easier it is to PayPal someone and just be on their way. Just give an Amazon get whatever. Yeah, no, this is going to be easy peasy. The giveaway, just to tease it, if you <laughs> followed us before, uh, the main one's going to be follow our new account. We're going to have a YouTube open. We're going to have a Twitch, which will be my Twitch. Um, where you? Yeah. Speaking of, how do people? What's what's the Twitter handle? The Twitter handle for us right now. I should probably know this off the top of my head. <laughs> you have no idea how frustrating it is to go through Twitter and see this account's taken, this account's taken. As of right now, our Twitter account is at triple P podcast underscore. Preds Pucks Pinoys would not fit by one letter. I And it was the most painful thing I've ever seen in my life. Um it's just so many names are taken. Triple P was taken, triple P underscore podcast. So right now this is what it is. If it does change, I'm just going to change it and tell nobody because it won't really matter. Do we have a Facebook yet? You were gone for a while. I'm trying to do all this right now. All right. I wasn't <laughs> sure because I know you were doing so much work. I can do it. I can make it. You make I'm the a, Facebook. It's like my job to do Facebook stuff. Okay? I'm so bad with Facebook. Like I, because you're young, I barely <laughs> use it. I remember getting Facebook in like grade eight, being so excited, and just now I don't oh, care. Geez. I got Facebook in University. grade college. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what it's gonna be. And here's the thing too: just like before, we want you to help drive the conversation with this. Seriously, like if there's topics that you have ideas about, because you all have been so fantastic about that, is just tweeting us questions, knowing that we will eventually cover it on the pod. Do that drive conversation because we want to talk about the things that you want to talk about it doesn't have to be hockey either it could be our take on certain foods or movies or tv shows and hopefully we watch them but typically you know what we're watching which is star wars marvel those kinds of things that's what we're typically into plus popular movies we have a summer movie season so knowing me i don't know if matt can even go to the movies uh knowing me i cannot (laughs) we'll be able to talk about movies i think they're streaming some on hbo max and just oh great love it um do you have hbo max there in uh, canada Yes, we have HBO Max A. I don't, well, I mean, I have it certain ways. I don't know if you can have it legally, but I have it a certain way. Okay. But, no, plenty of those things are coming out. I'm really excited to see In the Heights this came out and the Hitman's Bodyguard's Wife. <laughs> you know, when the title is like that, it's it's one it's too stupid. many movies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it's, it's stupid funny. It's, it's Ryan Reynolds. And Samuel Jackson. I mean, yeah. I mean, come on. I should love Ryan Reynolds because Canadian, but I enjoy yeah. Ryan Reynolds in small doses. The, the the Ryan Reynolds movie I'm looking forward to the most is Free Guy. Yes, that one. I'm That's hoping the... that is the video game movie done right. Yes, not Pixels. Hey, uh, you leave Adam Sandler alone. Come on, Pixels had so much. Like I wanted to be so good, and then end up being right. It had Kevin James. <laughs> it was a great movie. Uh, it's not a great do not put great and pixels in the same thing unless you include great disaster of a film. I've watched that movie more than once. 
it's if it's on yeah i'll put it on and then i'm like they could have done so much more with this like it had so much potential it truly had its potential yeah it's just pixels is not a good movie by any stretch of the imagination you just said it's great yeah because it's a great movie no it's it's one of those movies where if i cannot find literally anything on netflix and i need something to fall asleep to it's comfortable yeah and i do that with any adam sandler movie yeah all right up next let's discuss hockey that's going on um right now i think is that what i put on there is, it, is that what I put? Yeah, yeah. Our picks on teams to play for the cup. I mean, game one with uh, Islanders and Tampa. Whoo, there's there's some surprises going on here. But let's see who we think is going to go play for the cup. That's up next here on Triple P, the Triple P podcast. Fred's Pucks Panois. I'm Justin Bradford. He's Matt Best. And we're back on Triple P. <laughs> I was like, I wonder what you're going to do here. Am I going to have to like lay down some music here from our intro? But no, that makes my life easy. Thank you. Welcome back to Triple P, Preds, Bucks, but always. Uh, if you want an ad there, if you have a company or you know of a company or a family's company or friend's company that really wants to be involved in sponsoring this, you know, we have very affordable rates. I'm, I'm not kidding you. That's yeah, it's really we don't affordable. do this for the money. We're, we're, we just want to be compensated for our time. That's about yeah. it. Or, hey, you know, I'm willing, I, th- I think we're willing to do some stuff on trade as well, if you have some things to trade. Trade? Yeah, on trade. Like what? Like built bars. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we leave locked on, and you're still... You, I, like, if anybody ever doubted how much you love Built Bars, now we are no longer obligated to talk about any of the crap we tried to push on to you, other than, like, by the way, Bet Online sucks. I, I love can, Built Bars, I though. can finally say this. Do not bet at Bet Online. Where should they bet? Uh, if you're in Canada, Bet365. Um, DK Sportsbook is pretty good if you want an easy one. Uh, FanDuel Sportsbook is also super easy. Pinnacle's easy. There are a ton of better places other than Bet Online. I can promise you that. My God. I felt dirty peddling that to everyone. <laughs> and also, what the hell was that Lucy thing? Was that the cigarettes? Oh, that was, yeah, that was weird. I did. It, it, one of the things in the ad read was like, talk about a time that a nicotine product or nicorette product worked for you. And I was like, I don't smoke. Like smoke. What, what do you want me to do here? But yeah, Are we're gonna get yet? The, the like we're getting the sponsors. Oh. I hate you. <laughs> Is that your cat in the background? That's my cat saying did smoke. Your, did your cat miss you? Smoke. Yes, she did. She came down to greet us at the bottom of the stairs. That's nice. But yeah, we're gonna get sponsors smoke. that actually uh we like. Whether that's local sponsors here in Canada, national sponsors uh that Justin and I have our eye on right now. Or, or Nashville or sponsors. Nash- yeah, yeah, or Nashville sponsors. Um, <laughs> predominantly Nashville sponsors, hopefully. Um, we're literally open to anything. And like Justin said, our rates are low. I mean, we're not going to just be super dirt cheap, but I can promise you we're more competitive than every other co- podcast out there in terms of rates. I mean, I take a good scratch in the right place. I know you do. That's how I became the CCO <laughs> at Penalty Box Radio. <laughs> tickled. Right. He tickled my fancy. <laughs> That's one word I'd use there. He took some Ticino to the Longanisa. There you go. 
If you want to know what that means, look it up. <laughs> or it's don't. Filipino food. Okay. Stanley Cup playoffs. The New York Islanders in game one defeated the Tampa Bay Lightning 2-1 in Tampa. Now, again, home ice doesn't necessarily mean everything, but, I mean, matchups, things like that. Barry Trotz is cooking something special on Long Island. Has that team clicking in so many right ways. In Tampa Bay, especially the way they handled the Carolina Hurricanes, looked like the ship just sailing right on through like, oh, okay, well, Tampa's obviously going to play for the cup again. Now, it seems like they've at least met their match in the New York Islanders that hopefully will be a good series. I mean, this is the kind of thing in terms of the matchups, low scoring like that. You're going to have two teams that obviously have the skill set necessary, but also can have tremendous goaltending available. You have timely scoring. Tampa obviously is a juggernaut, but the Islanders are proving why they belong in quote-unquote upsetting Tampa in, in game one. I mean, that's all you need to do when you're the, the road team, win one game on the road, and that switches the series immediately, Matt. Yeah, um, this was, to me, one of the most evenly played hockey games of the Stanley Cup playoffs. I mean, you look at the shots for and shots against, it's 31 each way. Uh, high danger chances for, 14 to 10 for the Lightning. Uh, they're, the heat maps, not that they're identical, but you can see that it's pretty even in terms of they got their scoring chances, expected goals in terms of game flow, 50-50 almost. It was like 48-52% uh, in favor of the Islanders because they did get that extra goal there. This game was a lot of fun to watch. Um, my only concern is how much of Semyon Varlamov can you expect now? Because he was kind of stumbling and bumbling through the playoffs. And then it feels like he just found his groove right now and just bang, he's back into it. Whereas Andre Vasilevsky doesn't really snap out of a groove. He just trucks on and continues to go. One thing that did surprise me, I was doing a bit of research before uh, this series started. Number one in shots against throughout the playoffs, Nashville Predators. Thank you very much. How are you? Um, number two shots against the New York Islanders which is kind of surprising based on who's coaching them, how tight they play in the neutral zone, uh, how good they are at just not allowing entry into their own zone and forcing teams to dump and chase kind of thing. It, it was very surprising to me. But at the same time, the Lightning, I feel like their big guns aren't shooting the puck as much as they can. Uh, one stat I do like to look at is IFF, which is shots on goal, uh, shots that get through traffic and shots that like hit the post kind of thing. Basically, any unblocked shot. Matty Barzal's ripping off like 3.7, almost four game. Um, Kyle Palmieri is close to that mark as well. But then you look at the Tampa Bay side, and Steven Stamkos is like one, two, one, two per game. It's like, well, that's low. Let's go look at other people. Braden Point, one, two, one, two. It's like, what is going on? And if you know me, I'm a better. And the shot props for these guys, like, I bet on Andre Palat today to get two shots. I thought, okay, Palat's the guy that could do it because he was inconsistent in terms of 1-5, one, 1-5 five, one, five kind of thing. And I was like, just need a fiver here. That's that's all I need. And he didn't get a single shot on goal. Um, I feel like the Lightning, if you're the Tampa Bay Lightning, you have to go into the next game going, just shoot the puck. You have the skilled players. And I feel like in all of their previous rounds, they had no problem shooting from literally anywhere and just creating havoc, but it just feels inconsistent right now against the Islanders, and that's what worries me. Although I do think to answer the question this whole segment, 
I do think the Lightning end up winning. And how many do you think it's gonna? How many games do you think it's gonna take to get to that? Point? Seven. I think this goes seven. The goaltending is so damn good. Yeah, I was just gonna say seven games, and then it's almost a pick 'em. Yeah, seven games, slight lean, like sixty forty to the Lightning. So, do you think then the Lightning will win game three or four? Like, what what do you think is gonna flip the series back? Uh, what what point do you think? Or do you think it's gonna be one one two two three? Or is there some one team's gonna have to battle back and win two in a row? So one bet you can make on some certain sites is like, will a team win two games in a row before the series start? Uh huh. And the odds of that for this series were um, plus money, and usually they're minus money because you expect the team to like get a couple and gain some momentum. But that just shows how close Vegas thinks this is going to be. I think it's going to be like 1 1 2 2 or 2 1 2 2 3 2 mm-hmm. 3 3 and then right. game 7. So I would love, I'd love for the Islanders to win this. Because can you imagine how rocking that Coliseum will be in the Stanley Cup final? Mm-hmm. I mean, especially everything that that franchise's fan base has had to go through from. The stupid, idiotic ridiculousness of Brooklyn. Oh, my. So bad. Back on Long Island and John Tavares leaving and dealing with that as a fan base to have the guy who's supposed to be like your franchise player leave, you know, trying to, you know, hate on him or whatever for that the decision happened and they reacted and it was quite the interesting return <laughs> when it did happen. It was a return. But to have that happen and them to be better off since he left yeah. they've been more competitive since he left it seems in the playoffs because it's like the chip on the shoulder kind of thing too and then you have Barry Trotz has come in and just take him to a next level and Barry Trotz ever since he left Nashville has adapted the way he's coached the game and he's learned to coach now by having with having stars because he never really had many stars he had stars that are past the prime in Nashville. Did he ever. But not stars that were still in their prime and having to deal with, with talent like that. And he's obviously adapted to where he can coach those types of players and coach them very, very well. So I'd love to see the Islanders in this. Now flip that over to the other matchup, the Canadiens and the Golden Knights. The Canadiens, especially with after the sweep, are 8-3 and three in the playoffs right now. That They're just on some sort of tear and has all the feelings of what happened with the Predators in 2017 of being a team at the, the very bottom of the pole at the beginning of the playoffs, last team in, and now they've had a sweep in the, within the first two. They, they won a game seven. They have so many things clicking right. You have a goaltender playing out of his mind, and then you have Vegas, who battled back from a 2-0 deficit in the series to win four in a row and just completely dismantle the avalanche i mean that's what they did right they, they just they figured them out and then took them apart and it did especially in the in the elimination game colorado didn't stand a chance i mean vegas just dominated so if this is going to be an interesting series because the type of matchup it is it's not like you have an underdog in terms of they have the talent but they haven't been talked about as much in the islanders but obviously very winnable you have a true underdog in this in montreal and Vegas, that obviously has their story that they've they've only known success in, in in their whole franchise history. They've only known success and what it's like to be in the playoffs or to even make a deep run. They've, that's all they've known. So, Matt, what are you breaking down in this series, too? Because they do have 
both teams have goaltenders that can obviously stand on their heads and play very well. Yeah. I mean, both teams have <laughs> players. And there's a, the Max Pacioretty storyline. Vegas has so many guys that can just step up and put the team on their shoulders as well, too. So how are you breaking this one down? I, I like that comparison to uh, the Preds and how they bumped Anaheim out in 2017. But that's the one that people are tossing around all the time is like, could the Montreal Canadiens be the Preds of this year? Could they be the Los Angeles Kings of this year kind of thing? And I just look at the Vegas Golden Knights and I go, probably not. Because you, you look at that uh, Anaheim team in that season, they went 46-23-13. and 13. And it's like, yeah, that's a pretty strong finish. That's a lot of wins. But that's also a combined 36 losses in terms of overtime losses and losses. Then you look at Vegas and go, oh, 40-14-2. That's unbelievable. That's 82 points. That is most in the NHL. And the only reason they didn't get the President's Trophy is because of Colorado and their head-to-head record there. Um, I, I just think the Vegas Golden Knights are a completely different animal compared to the teams they've faced so far. The Leafs, honest to God, just cannot figure it out in the first round, and that's their crutch. They don't know how to secure a win. They don't know how to secure a series, and I've heard, I'm sure you've heard me just completely bitch about this all the time, so I won't waste time there. The Winnipeg Jets, specifically Mark Shifley, shot himself that whole team in the foot just by being a bonehead and that team kind of crumbled and collapsed now I'm not saying that the Habs have found the easy way in kind of thing it's just these factors kind of help you out along the way whereas the Vegas Golden Knights just faced the Colorado Avalanche and put a smackdown on Philip Grubauer who many believe should win the Vesna. I just think that Vegas is more tested in these playoffs so far and was tested more in the regular season based on their division as well, that it's going to take an even better effort from Carey Price for the Cinderella story to continue. I gave the last series a 60-40 split in terms of win or loser, like the percentage I think that the team will win. This one's a little steeper for me. This one's a 75-25. I think like out of four simulations, Vegas should win three out of four times, and that one outlier will be Carey Price standing on his freaking head. Because if the Golden Knights can shut down a Philip Grubauer, if they can shut down Nathan McKinnon, Gabriel Landeskog, Mikko um, Rantanen, Kel McCarr, the list goes on and on. They, I'm pretty sure they can shut down a kind of depleted right now Montreal team where their top offensive threat is Nick Suzuki, Cole Caulfield, Tyler Toffoli, and an aging Shea Weber on the back end. Jeff Petrie might not be 100%. I just think the path for Vegas has been harder and they're more proven, and not that they can take their foot off the gas against uh, Montreal, it's just Montreal's got to really put their foot down, whereas Vegas can just go, all right, keep cruising. It's going to be something special. Yeah, like, It'll have to be something special, which, like, the reason why you give the percentage, too, because it can happen. It can happen as much oh, as yeah. anything can happen. It's not, nothing's a sure thing in regards to this, so I'm on the same page. Vegas, just in terms of all that experience, and all the talent on there that they could even drop a couple players with injury and still be deadly. Mm-hmm. That's how good Vegas is. That's how deep Vegas is. Um, they obviously have a chip on their shoulder too from previous appearances and not being able to follow through. I mean, just their first year, look at their first year and, and we got so close. So yeah, I, I think Vegas, but I'm, I'm with Matt 75, 25 on that. It would be really fun. I would I think like be- it. It'd be fun. I think either whoever wins, I think it's going to be fun as long as the other team are the Islanders. That's I think what I want. it'd be fun either way. 
Also, yeah, I'm, I, I'm so sick of people complaining about Tampa Bay and how they're like cheaters for exploiting the cap. If the loophole's there, you can't tell me that you're not going to use it cheating. as an owner. It's, it's a cheating. loophole. It's, it's yeah. a loophole. Like it's definitely going to get changed in the next CBA, 100. Yeah. percent And now, but, I don't even know if I call it a loophole I, like, because it's like not against the rules or anything like that. It's, and I, I honestly don't even care if there's no hard evidence that Nikita Kucherov could have played before. Right. I simply don't care. Like, if I'm the owner of the Tampa Bay Lightning, what's business number one? Make money. How do you make money? Right. Win. Win. And How do you make more money? Win the Stanley Cup. What do all players do within the realm of the game? And a lot of times they break this. You play until something's said you can't do it. Yeah. So you do things until a rule comes into place that says you can't do it. Now, yeah, you think how far back did they have to go to say, well, they were going to call that a cross check. Yeah, we shouldn't do that. That's not good for player for guys getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Oh, we shouldn't allow hits to the head. We should probably oh, wear we should, helmets. Probably wear helmets. Oh, you probably shouldn't be able to whack a guy with your stick mm-hmm. across his body or across any part of, of the player. You probably should be able to do this. You, they do it until it's deemed that you can't do it anymore. And I know it's a very simplified way to put it, but until it's said that you can't do that with the cap, work around the cap, then you're going to do it because you want to win. Yeah. And it's not cheating if it's not against the rules. Like that's no. that's a, right there. That's what all it is. It's not cheating unless it's against the rules. If it's against the rules, then it's cheating. Like it's there, there's almost no argument that could sway me. It's like, oh, the team should have done the right thing. Yeah, they are doing the right thing. They're playing they're the trying game. to win. That's yeah. the right thing in my the business. Mind. And for the most part, people that have been complaining have been fans mm-hmm. of the other team that's been well, knocked yeah, out, obviously. Sense. But at the same time, until there's a hard rule about it. I'm all on board with it. What are you drinking? What is that? It is Aldi brand sparkling water, oh, passion fruit flavor. How was that ice cream beer you had? It was really good. It looked weird. Like I don't like stouts or porters or anything like that. So. No, it was. This was definitely more. This was close to the lager. Oh, okay. Oh, that's weird because I would have thought an like ale. Ice Sorry, cream more like an ale, milky yeah. kind of thing. No, no. Okay, so might as well uh, let's change the subject. <laughs> oh, is this segment three? Yeah, segment three. I like it. All right. So I went to Kings Island in Mason, Ohio, just uh, northeast of Cincinnati, and a Reds game as well over the weekend. But at Kings Island, what they do with Sauter Brewing Company, which is very local. It is local to Mason, Ohio. They have a themed beer that's associated with the park. So this season's beer is Blue Ice Cream Ale. And so in that part, in that area, UDF, you know, the Dairy Farmers makes a blue ice cream, which typically has like hints of blueberry and vanilla. Easy peasy, right? Mm-hmm. So they made a blue ice cream ale and the, the ice cream actually is blue. And it just has hints of blueberry and vanilla. And it was delicious. It was refreshing. I enjoyed it. They had last year's, which obviously they weren't able to sell much <laughs> last year. I wonder why. Was Giga Coaster um, Lager which to me was a little too hoppy. I don't tend to like IPAs. I like any, an IPA IPAs. with like supper. Yeah, I do not like pale ales, period. I just don't. That's fair. So I was, it wasn't for me, but this one, the Western Mail, was, was delicious. Now, bring this up because as most of you that have been following along know about the weight loss journey and things like that and how Matt and I both are trying to get healthy and very successful at it as well. I mean, Matt, you were talking about the different clothes you're able to fit into now, right? Yeah, I can fit into a medium now. It's weird. <laughs> I, I was like a large, almost an extra large, and now I just bought some golf shirts, like form-fitting golf shirts, mediums. 
It's Ooh, nice. Form fitting. That's mm. good for the padic. It is good for the padic. It's good when you're swinging the club and you can flop around. It's nice. <laughs> and me, I was in a triple X. I'm down to a double X now, nice. comfortably. Uh, feels that feels that feels great. Uh, right off the bat, still plenty to go, but 40 pounds down. Uh, with just making better choices overall in terms of eating and being a lot more active, going to the gym three times a week, playing hockey once a week. So all that. And then I was like, you know what? I'm pretty confident I can fit in roller coasters because I love roller coasters. I love them so much. I love that thrill, the joy, the, the speed, the rush, the adrenaline rush you get as well. I was like, you know what? Let's go to Kings Island. It's. I'm pretty sure I can't fit on Cedar Point yet because Cedar Point has a much tighter fit on their rides due to some extra restrictions apparently put into place there a couple of years ago. So they've tightened those up a little bit. But Kings Island, which is also owned by the same company that owns Cedar Point, Cedar Fair, they I was pretty sure I could fit in. So I watched plenty of videos and I'm going to make one on my own to help give folks that are on those journeys as well extra motivation to fit in these rides because I fit onto every single ride that we wanted to go on very tight on a couple of them had to get stapled into one staples where you have to have that staff member give you the extra Ugh. oh like the get in there kind of thing yeah they get in there like are you okay if i push I'm like do what you need to do <laughs> i'm not getting out <laughs> so those of you that are listening i know we have some husky dudes that are curious on this so what <laughs> i mean it's true i mean the, the guys phrase, don't want to ride rides the phrase husky dudes gives me the yeah. giggles <laughs> uh Makes me feel happy in the pedic. Uh, so, <laughs> Husky Dudes, I am 6'1". I'm 280 right now, so I was 320 or after the pandemic. Oh, boy. And most of my weight is probably in my gut more than anything else. Some extra flab up top as well. Pretty stocky legs just because of muscle, I have muscly legs mm-hmm. and everything. So, overhead typically doesn't do have as much trouble. But the one that gave me at Kings Island, if you're familiar with this or any ride that has the drop where they lift you up slowly on a cylinder tower and then drop you down, drop tower is the one that gave me the most trouble. Out of all the rides, it was that one that has a latch, not a seatbelt really, but a latch where it has the two buttons on the side that you have to latch the buckle into. That one gave me the most trouble to the point that the girl... That was doing this. She's had to have been no older than 20. Looked like an athlete, though. I could say probably softball, swimmer, something like that. I mean, she she had some build to her. You could tell she was a, a student athlete. And I'm trying to get it down, and it's probably like half an inch away. Mm. My girlfriend, Alex, is trying to, but she's already in and trying to help pull it down so I can push it up. And I was like, excuse me, excuse me. I don't think I'm going to make it. She goes, let me try. <laughs> She got the power of whatever God you may believe in, folks, and did not give up. We're talking. She tried for like 30, 45 seconds, which to me, sitting there embarrassed, felt like three, four minutes. Mm-hmm. She's like, okay, is most of your weight in your gut or your chest? I'm like, I think it's my gut. She goes, okay, we can push. <laughs> Why are you dropping her voice like seven octaves? Because I have allergies kicking me right now. My voice oh, is gone, yeah, so you... I have to drop lower so it doesn't squeak. <laughs> <laughs> and so I pull down and she pushes in. She's like, okay, let's try. Not going to go. She's like, we're almost there. We're almost there. Pull in again, suck in that gut and sit your butt all the way back. I'm like, okay, okay, we got this. <laughs> I'm pulling down so hard. And she's just down there, like squatting down on her knees, looking up. And this is awkward because 
when someone's face is right there on a drop ride, <laughs> it's like right at the crotch. Oh, yeah. Because they're trying to push up. But they're not focused on that, obviously. But it's just awkward because the hands are so close that if they slip, they could <laughs> punch you in the nuts. <laughs> and finally, she's so close. It's almost there. And she gets the two fingers. And she has, like, her fingernails were done. She had a great mani, too. Like, because um, Alex pointed that. It's like, her nails look great. She's trying that. She could break a nail doing this. And that's that's not cheap. Yeah, oh, yeah, finally, no. Click. And she's like, all right, got it. I don't know why I dropped her voice. Yeah. But that's what it's like. <laughs> you, the look, you went the from pure like Hulk Hogan to like sexy after. The, like, the pure accomplishment on her face, though. And she's like, can you breathe? I'm like, short breaths, but yep. Yeah, I got it. Let's go quickly, please. And she was not talkative really at all, but she accomplished her goal and she went back clear. <laughs> And just good to go. That's it. Just another day. Brings me up. The guy next to me. <laughs> he wasn't paying attention to anything. The guy next to me, as soon as this ride started going up, all I started hearing was, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Like, louder, louder. As it went, as it went. Then, oh, mother. As soon as we got to the top, I'm like, there's going to be a click. There's going to be a click. What? There's going to be a click? <laughs> I like them. Those are my favorite kind of people at Rob. Uh, and then all parks. of a sudden, click. Shit. <laughs> Whoosh. <laughs> this, the, it was so fun. And I'll, I'll say this too. The rides there that gave me the most trouble was that one, Drop Tower. Then Flight of Fear, which is the indoor roller coaster. Pretty tight, pretty old. Just the way they have it. You have to do a, bu- a buckle and then have the lap bar come down and it goes over the, the, the shins. And those the ones, if you're tall, I mean, if you're tall, you're going to have trouble. Not even husky, but just tall. You're going to have some issues on that. Fit on the big Giga Coasters, Diamondback, on Orion, very, very easily, I'd say. They just had to do one extra click. Like, one extra click, you good? I'm like, yeah, click, fine. Yeah. fine. The Beast was easy. And Beast was awesome. And Mystic Timbers, which is new from 2017. And that's the first time riding that one. That was fantastic, incredible. Uh, but yeah, Drop Tower was the only one that gave me any issues, folks. So if you're around 280, and depending on where everything's built, you should be fine. Anything below that, you should be absolutely crisp and clear. Most of these rides, just depending on where weight might be distributed or how tall you are. Yeah, it was incredible. Glad to get there. Can't wait to continue that journey to lose more and do more things. And hey, went to a Reds game and enjoyed. I got helmet nachos, baby. I saw a picture of the nachos you had. And they might have the- inspired me to have nachos today. <laughs> oh my god! It's not like they tasted the best, but I got nachos and a helmet. Yeah, have I mean, you had on. ice cream helmets before? Oh, of course. Yeah, of that's course. like that's nacho a, helmets, yeah. ice cream helmets, anything you put into a novelty helmet, I will eat. The, the lady's handing it over to me. She's like, "This look good to you, sir." I'm like, "I feel just like a kid again. Thank you so much." And I took <laughs> it and I like, held it in my arms. He's like, "This is mine. Get the f- I'm like away. this is mine." Yeah. Alex is like, "Can I have one?" I'm like, "Okay." You can have one. <laughs> so it was it was fantastic. Got to see plenty of things happen in this in this baseball game too, Matt. I mean, I know you're a little jealous because you just can't do sports up there. Yeah, it was uh, uh, when I saw who was pitching for the Reds. I was like, cool, sick, love it, nice. So got to see a Major League Baseball debut mm-hmm. uh, from Santian. You also and got to see Eugenio Suarez hit a home run. Yep, yep. You got to see that. You got to see a home run. Yeah, I got to see a home run. Got to see two home runs. Uh, in this game, which was pretty awesome. Got to see a plethora of pitchers. I think they went through six or seven. Yeah, that was a lot. 
was a lot of pitchers, but this is the first time the Reds have had a winning record since April when the season was pretty early on. And the first time they swept the Rockies in a series since 2012. And I'm not, I'm not a Reds fan. It was, I'm, Alex likes the Reds. She went to school in Cincinnati and just like, let's go to a Reds game. It's her first game. She got her certificate. Saw that. Which That's is awesome. awesome. That's, yeah. I love that. I love kind certificates of there. Um, and yeah, it was just a great experience. Great American ballpark is a lot of fun, a lot of great food options. And it reminds me where the stadium district is in Cincinnati it reminds me so much of Nashville, but cleaner and less touristy, uh, just to be completely honest, because there's so many restaurants and nice bars around there, but you're not having woo girls and bro boys mix in too much to where it ruins your family experience. Yeah. You can legitimately take your family down there and enjoy. We had a moral line, uh, the yeah, logger house fantastic had this eggs benedict with a with a biscuit ugh, and ugh, ugh. i hate eggs benny i hate hollandaise sauce can't do it wasn't ho- there wasn't holiday sauce there's jalapeno have- cheese i've never heard of having eggs benny without hollandaise sauce this was their version of it then i might have effed with that that wouldn't have been you nice. would you would absolutely you would you you, you would totally <laughs> did you just regain your voice there a bit Yes, I had to. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like Roz from Monsters Inc. Mike Wazowski. They wanted to put you in charge. <laughs> See, they're coming out with a new Monsters Inc. Uh, series. Yes, yes. That I mean, that's where my lines from is Monsters Inc. series. Nice. They wanted to put you two in charge. Yeah, but it had pulled pork on it, or sorry, was it Korean barbecue on it with jalapeno cheese and a poached egg and a biscuit. It was delicious. I love biscuits. Yeah, see, you, it's the you, only thing I can totally. contribute to that is I love biscuits. I'm not a big eggs fan. Like, the only oh, kind eggs. of egg that I really like is scrambled because I'm a child. Oh, and you probably like them hard scrambled too, don't you? The hell is it? What's hard scrambled? I like my scrambled eggs like fluffy and moist. So soft scrambled. I guess so. To where it's not like dry. Yeah. No. 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 Okay. Okay, then you get a pass. Yeah, no, I like I don't just put the eggs in the pan and go bah, and muck it up and that's it. That's it's not... a soft stir. Let yes, it cook slow. Yes. Let nice it bubble and fluffy, over but a little itself. moist. Yes. Okay. The the Gordon Ramsay way. Yes, I'd watch that YouTube video as well. Okay, just making sure. Make, making sure. Okay. But yeah, man, what a weekend. And I'm super tan now. The Filipino really came out because mm-hmm. I am I am so brown. You do look After brown. No matter what screen I look at you, you're you're very brown. So what can brown do for you? Upus. I'm waiting on a package from Upus. Oh yeah? Yeah, yeah. What's Bought in the package? A, a used golf club. Sounds thrilling. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> is that's... it what what kind of golf club is it? Uh, Give us a, some details it's a here, please. Tailor made gapper high. It's a driving hybrid iron, pretty much. Like it's it's a very weird kind of club. It's supposed to be the distance between your woods and your long irons, and oh, I got okay. it for like forty five percent off because it's used from this website called GolfAvenue.ca that all my friends have used in the past. And basically, they'll like show you the product, the pictures of what you're actually buying, kind of thing. And if there's nice. ever been an issue, you just send it back, and they give you a credit for like double what you paid for it. That sounds nice, actually. Yeah, so it's like low stress. It'll come in a day, apparently. I ordered it like before we started talking. So, quite happy. All right. That is, that is nice. That's very nice. Well, folks, that does it for the first episode of Triple P, Breads, Pucks, and Panois. We'll com- continue to incorporate so much stuff in here. And, hey, maybe some sponsors. And we have, remember, we have giveaways coming up. Make sure you're subscribing to us, Spotify, Google, Anchor, 
Where else, Matt? Uh, we've got Spotify, Google, Anchor, Radio Public, Breaker. And we'll have Apple very soon. They're just really awful in terms of approving distribution. Uh, we have a YouTube channel as well. Um, we're going to have an Instagram. We're going to have a Facebook. We're going to have a lot. There's going to be a lot of like social media takeovers that I think I want to do as well for not only me and you, but uh, certain people that you and I can trust with our social media accounts. We'll do yeah. some takeovers and have some fun. And what's the Twitter account again? Triple P podcast underscore. All right. For now. There you go. For Matt Best is Justin Bradford. We will talk to you next time. Thanks so much for tuning in. And hey, if any questions at all, make sure you tweet us. He's at Best of Matt. I'm at Justin B. Bradford, and we'll continue to keep you updated on why. Talk to you next time. Bye.